This is the Malicious Events Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm going to give you all of the information. I'm very transparent and I really hope you enjoy. This is Melanie and let's get to it. There's really no narrative on this podcast, except for I have just some thoughts that I would like to share. (laughs) And some of them are random, and some of them are towards business. But I just had a very long day of customer service and of an event that I love, love, love. I just got home from Into the Arena. And before I came home, I told my husband, hey, when we get home or when I get home, I'm going to record a podcast, I'm going running, and then I can give to you. But first, I need to give to me by doing these things. And I'm looking forward to it. So here we are. Welcome to my mind. Uh, the first few things on my mind are, I love to get my nails done. It is like so fun for me to find designs and then see how nail artists do the designs and everything. So last week, not even a week ago, I got my nails done. They're green, gold, and a rainbow for St. Patrick's Day, and four of them have popped off, and that really bothers me. (laughs) And I know that's an outside thing, but it really bothers me on the inside, and I'm upset that I paid for a service, and that's never happened before, so I know it's not me, (sighs) and that just really irks my nerves, because there's few things that make me feel very confident and excited for what I'm doing in life, and one is having a tan. (laughs) Two is right after I run and just running. And then three is having my nails done. And when I do those things, I feel like I can conquer the world. So I'm really bummed that my nails aren't working. Also, another thought is Chris and I just recently bought a couch. And it's come to the point where I just want to invite the Amazon delivery guy to come in and sit on it because I just really enjoy having a new couch. And we used to have one. It was probably better than the one that we have now. Because it was our first couch. It was very comfy. It was very plush and faux leather. And it was brown. And it was just, it was a sectional. And it was perfect. And now we have this one. And we just feel fancy with it. And we really enjoy it. So (laughs) if that's not an adult luxury to you, I don't know what is. Now, let's get to business. Let's talk about what really matters. This has come up for me so often. I have thought about what really matters. And what do I really care about? Because there are so Oh, many things I just don't care about. Meaning I don't care as in not people, but ideas and how do we go about this and how do we go about that? There's so many things that I feel I don't care. Let's just get it done. Let's make a decision and move forward because the direction I'm looking at is forward. It's not about how to go forward. And so there's so many things that to me, I may say out loud or think, but I I consistently feel like I don't care comes up a lot for me. And so with that, I don't know if I've talked myself into this thought, but I don't really know what my business is. Yes, I'm an event planner. I have, I've been involved with so many events over the last 10 years. It really has been 10 years from turning 16. And the second I turned 16, I have made sure that I was involved in any event I could that was around me. I took every opportunity to be in the committees, to plan dances, to actually building a business to helping with birthday parties, giving people ideas, doing balloon garlands for them, all of those things. And I think that's great. However, when you see me 
really, I don't care about that. When I see myself, <laughs> I don't, I am not just a cutesy, funsy, cute party planner. That's not me. I am also not a very serious event planner where I only plan serious events that are speaker events and things that are like really going to emotionally touch you. Those, if I only did those, I wouldn't be as fulfilled. Although those fulfill my cup and fill my cup because they are recovery events. So hearing other people's recovery stories and being in a group of people where I emotionally break down, aka tonight, and just explain, I like being a part of those conversations and where we can really get real and raw and just just skip the BS. I, I In so many ways, I'm just tired of the BS of so many things, of people saying things and not really saying the truth. And if you don't know what that means, let me give you an example. Um, I don't have one on top of my head, but a common example is people saying, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. That means nothing to me. Although if I see it in your face and if I hear it in your tone and I genuinely think you're just doing good, you're getting by, you are healthy, you have a job, you have a car, uh, you have, you've eaten recently, like you probably are good. But I, I don't care about that. I feel so much of a connection to someone who says, not really good. I just got in a fight with my boyfriend. I feel so drawn to those people. And no, I don't know how to make a business out of that. I don't know if I want to. Actually, I know I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to become someone who people are consistently like talking about with the things going on. And I don't I don't want to be in the position of fixing people because I feel like when I was younger, I got away from that because it wasn't healthy. And I started to become a, a weirdo controlling. Tell me what your problems are and I'm going to tell you what to do because I'm better than you. And I don't I didn't like that part of me. So that's why I changed that. Um, but I, I don't know, there's, there's just so many things that I've been thinking of. And I think I'm giving myself a pretty hard time about it. Because if I were to brand myself as, hey, Melanie, the event planner, sure, what does that mean? And I have always said, I don't want to, I don't want to stay big, I don't want to stay small. Meaning I don't want to only do corporate and weddings. I don't only want to do birthday parties for four year olds. I want to do it all. And maybe that's just how I go forward. But this is, this is something, this is why I haven't done a podcast in about a month, because I have just been kind of in the dumps about this exact idea. And I'm, I'm transitioning and trying to define what it is I am regarding business. And of course, with that comes personal things. So with so many things of me saying, I don't care, I've started, I've started to not care about myself. And so inside like you know physically my body my health has has gone down because I think I've had this I don't care attitude for for so many things that I have stopped caring and giving myself the attention that I need which is why for example tonight I told Chris like hey before I give anything to you if you want to hang out or talk I need to do me first because if if I don't fill my cup I can't I sure as heck can't help you out or be with you or be present with you because I'll just be sitting there in the slumps for myself and my own purgatory of my mind. And I hope, I hope this relates to some people because I, I tell you these things because I'm someone who is real. Um, there is a good, a wonderful girl who I know and she's my friend. She's started to help me with these arena events and I love her. She's very kind. She's very fun. I love our conversations and getting to know her more and more. We're not besties yet, but I really enjoy the person she is. And 
when she first said, hey, I would like to know events more specifically, these kind of events, I said, why don't you come with me? When I first saw her, I told her exactly how much I get paid, why I decided to ask for that amount. I told her, here's how we set it up. I'm always looking for feedback. And I was very honest with her because I have never had that before in my life. I have never had that. And maybe I haven't talked to the right people, but I haven't had a uh, not, not apprentices, but people above me who have been actually real with how much they own or how much they earn or how they go about their things because there's, for some reason, there's this unlying feeling of, oh, I can't share everything with someone. But if someone really wants to learn from me, I'm going to tell them the straight truth. And if they have a better idea, I'm going to be open to it because that's how I think teams are made is someone who says, hey, I, I think that's great. I think you could do better in this area and I'll take it. I'll take it if it's genuine. If I feel like you're trying to be better than me, I won't take it as well. I will probably hold that against you <laughs> in all honesty. I don't know if I would say it because I would just brush it off and think, okay, I don't care about the things you say. Um, <laughs> so as long as you are genuine, you want help becoming an event planner, I'm just going to be real with you about everything I know. I will tell you the, the programs I use and everything. So maybe that's what I do. I I said before in the society about a month ago when we met, we were talking about what is, it was either what is a long-term goal or how do you see your business in a few years or what's something you really want to do and that's a future, a future uh, accomplishment. And something that just like hit me in that moment and I know my subconscious has thought about this before is creating opportunities internships, jobs for people, boys and girls who are between 16 and 23. About that age range, I want to I want them to be my apprentice. I want them to join me on events. So here's here's what it would look like. You know, I would have help. I would have volunteers basically, people who have this internship opportunity and and if I don't know, I don't know about paying payment or anything, but I would just give so many details of how I run things that they would be able to take off on their own in the best way they know how because I would tell them how what works for me and not say you have to do this and that and that it would work. And so uh, <laughs> once again in this society, I was asked what is my brand and who is my ideal client and I don't know. I don't know and I've had an LLC for four years and that's, I, I mean, I've accepted that. That's totally fine. I'm not holding it against myself because I think the more I can be specific and the more I can redefine that as often as I need to, the better I'm going to be for who my ideal client is. Because right now, if you ask, hey, Melanie, what kind of events do you plan? <laughs> it's so random. Like I plan weddings. I plan recovery speaker events. I plan recovery work family workshops like those don't go hand in hand typically (laughs) typically you know a wedding planner and typically you know someone who is in the recovery field and I happen to have a passion in both so take that world (laughs) take that event industry and man there's there's uh something I was thinking of earlier on the way home today that oh so when I was a little kid I remember I don't remember where I was whatsoever. But I do remember my dad telling me, Melanie, don't be another duck. And what he means by that is when you see ducks, they're usually in a line or in a group and they all follow one after the other. He said, be your own duck. Don't be one of the other ducks, be your own. 
And then when I was visiting home last November, I was walking with my mom on this mountainous trail. It's kind of where all these different trails meet and it's over a a, a soft up and down hilly area valley. And um, she said, do you remember coming here when you were in grade school? And dad was, maybe my mom and dad were both, um, what are those parental units called on field trips? Not sponsors. Chaperones? Yeah. So... I guess they were chaperones, but she goes, do you remember what your dad said? He told you to trail off and make your own trail and be your own leader. And I go, oh my gosh, was that the time? Because, you know, all the little kids would follow one after the other. We're in the desert. We're in a new area. So we're all probably like, "Eh, I'm going to follow Andy in front of me because if something happens, he's going down and then I can run away. But um, I wonder if that was a moment that my dad said that to me. And for some reason, thankfully, it resonated with me. And I feel that way in so many areas. I like like you may have listened to my other podcast where I talk about anxiety and I feel like I have the opposing opinion where I think anxiety is is a front. I think anxiety is used way too much and it's not really anxiety, but it's other emotions you feel and you just put anxiety to it. And I don't think that's smart. I do not think that's wise because ang- it's just like the word cancer. Whether you're joking or not, the neurons in your brain, when you say cancer or joke that you have cancer and you don't whatsoever, and it's just a joke, your brain is like, ah, run, run away, alert, tell the cells to, to think cancer. And so they start to attract that. And I, I don't know if this is something that's fact or if it's something I believe in, but I'm going to go for both. <laughs> and I feel like with that, even I have the opposing opinion. I am not like all the other ducks. With feminism, I think I've talked about this before, but I think there is a very dark side of feminism that takes out the man as an equal. And that sucks because I feel I feel that there's so many good men in the world and there's a lot of attention on the bad ones who do like to downgrade women in the workplace or in general or in, in I don't know, in like, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You suck. You're a woman. I've never personally had have that happen to me because I have not worked in the corporate world. I have run away far away from that since I was a kid because I never thought it looked fun to climb that corporate ladder. It just it's not me. I don't think I would fit in. I think I get very bored and I think I would hate the environment. But if it were happened personally to me, maybe I'd feel different. It just hasn't. So this is my experience. I think feminism, there's a very dark side to it and maybe there is something true to it, but you know, like I'm a me and Sarah have started the society And I think that's great. Sorry, (laughs) I'm laying on the floor of my closet. So I thought someone was walking in. Uh, It would only be Chris. But anyway, I hear sounds and I get jumpy. Um, So we have the society and I think that is wonderful. And I really love the feeling that we have there and the friendships we have and the networking and the business swapping and the helping out of business. I love that. What What I do tend to stay quiet about is how, oh my gosh, like, I love only women groups and I don't. I have constantly wanted to say, and I maybe I've just shied away from this for too long or and I need to just say it, but there's there needs to be appreciation for the men as well. And for anyone who's in like a, a bisexual gay couple, I don't I don't care. There's there's certain roles that I think we people take, what whatever gender you have or what you want to claim you have, but I think there's certain roles that we tend on taking that's more of a traditional feminist role or a feminine role and a traditional masculine role of the provider and of the nurturer and of, of, you know, however we're made up. And I, I believe in God 
And I believe that God created man and woman to be equal in different roles and in different ways. But we are so freaking equal. So anyway, I think, where am I going with that? Oh, once again, it's an opposing opinion. I'm not like the other ducks. So when I see so many workshops and retreats that are only woman and yay, woman-based, I kind of get annoyed. (laughs) And I've been invited to quite a few. And I just, I don't say anything because I don't care to cause an uproar. I don't care to debate because I'm not willing to change my opinion. Um, So I just don't really say anything. And once again, I go, I don't care. I know how I feel. So I'm just going to stick to it and do what's best for me and what's going to fulfill me. But these are just my thoughts. (laughs) And today, I think you may relate to this. And if not, you probably have seen movies where you see people, they hit rock bottom, they hit their personal hell, they have a terrible day. And then that's when they switch. That's when the light turns on. That's when they gear forward, gear up, And they push on and pivot and change in such a wonderful way and transform their lives. I'm not saying today was as drastic as that sounds, but I am saying that today I felt like shit (laughs) for an hour and a half. And it, it built up over a little bit. Here's how it went. I witnessed for an hour, I was on the phone with someone and it was a husband and wife and they were just verbally abusive. Like the guy kept putting the woman down and the woman kept I could see, because I've learned about some verbal abuse, and so now that I've learned it, I'm able to be aware of it and see it more, and they, I had to stay on the phone with them for about an hour until this this uh, call was done, and it really bothered me, and I wasn't in a position, because I wasn't representing myself, I was representing a company, I wasn't in a position where I could say, hey, the more you tell her that, the more she's not going to be able to perform what I need her to do. So you need to back off, leave the room and stop talking to her that way. And for her to just say, hey, stand up for yourself. Tell him to leave the room, you know? So that started it. And so I was, and because this was an hour long, it was, it was 40 minutes longer than I expected it to go. So 40 minutes of a short time that I have to transition from being on that call to getting out the door. Um, And earlier in the day, I didn't have time and didn't, I really, I didn't make time because I preferred to sleep and I preferred to connect with my husband and watch um, an amazing documentary that really lit me up. So I'm, I'm grateful for how I handled the rest of the day or the early part of the day. But in this short time, I had that. I felt stressed. Like my body was just like ready to just explode. And I was sitting for a while. So I was really tired of it. And then I'm late and now I have to make this decision and then I am I wanted to take a shower and I couldn't it was just all these things kept coming down and then it wasn't until I was in the room right before into the arena I took some time I laid on the floor behind a door and I was just swinging the door back and forth and so it hit my thigh and I just laid there and I just breathed and my mom I I actually called my mom on the way to this event and I said mom I just feel so stressed I want to talk this through with you what do you think And she, at the end, said, uh, I was told once to breathe in a square. So you breathe in four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe for four seconds, and you kind of imagine a square. So it's like a pause, a breathe, a pause, a breathe. And so I did that a few times, and it really helped to just lay on the floor in a place that wasn't a home that I've been in all day and a new environment. And just it shifted my mind, and I'm really grateful for Into the Arena because that's not an event that I only plan, but I'm also a part of, and I, I contribute and I engage, which is pretty rare for event planners, because usually event planners will 
set up, stay in the back, make sure it goes well, take notes and clean up and leave. So I'm, I'm really grateful that it's set up this way and that the people, my clients are very caring for the person I am and for where I am at mentally, emotionally, physically. So these are the thoughts of an event planner. Once again, it's probably not, not the your average event planner on here, but I just had to share and I feel like this is a safe place. And I thought I should say my number so that anyone listening can reach out to me. However, I'm not going to do that yet. <laughs> Maybe I will in the future. But please like DM me. Message me on Instagram. It's malicious underscore events. Or if you even want to um, email me, it's maliciousevents at gmail. And give me your thoughts and give me some feedback. Give me some direction. What are you thinking about what I said? And if you are not thinking anything, just send me an emoji with a thumbs up. So I know that you're there. <laughs> and I know that it could it served you well. Because it's not always easy to get on a podcast and share who I am um, or what what's going on because culturally and society kind of says, hey, like you should know what's going on and only share that. And then there's a whole other side that goes, man, we really relate to people who are breaking down. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm breaking down, but you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a side of what is posted into the internet that people go, wow, I'm glad you showed your true colors. Like I'm here for you. So this is a little of my true colors. I hope you enjoyed it. And also, do you like that new picture of Malicious Events podcast? You're welcome. Someone the other day asked for my podcast and I realized it doesn't even say podcast on it. And that bothered me. And I kind of played with some colors that I love and I want to incorporate more in my brand colors. Because every time I am in my planner and I write things for Malicious Events, I use a purple pen. And it's been that way ever since I started. For some reason, it, it's, it's my business color and I always have loved gold uh, for my wedding someone said what are your wedding colors and I said gold with accents of blush and navy but gold because <laughs> I love gold so much so those are my thoughts thanks for joining along take a deep breath you know I'm gonna be breathing and uh I'm gonna go on a run thanks